Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Now, Kramer and Jess. Mornings on Mix 106.5. It is. And we are back live this morning. What's up, everybody? Happy Tuesday. Good morning. It is that, uh, that price you pay for a day off yesterday, right? It's like, today feels a little sleepier than a typical Monday. But hopefully it's a four-day week for you, though. Yo. It's nice. You gotta look forward to that. Before you know it, we're gonna be like, one more sleep, one more sleep. But not today. Today we uh, we wake up together on this Tuesday morning. What's up? And our text line works, so that's nice. That too. is nice. That's a good start. It's a good start. 410-583-1065. Text us if you're here. We call this our 6 o'clock club. You guys are the... The best people in Maryland. And I would argue the hardest working people, too, because if you're up either going to work this early or getting your kids ready for school or coming home from work, like, you got a different life, and we do, too. So we just want to shout you out. 410-583-1065. Veronica is here. Good morning to our kinder care ladies, Karen and Amber. Lee is checking in. Happy Tuesday to Magic Mike. Hope Dope is here. Clever Kevin, Grace, and White Marsh. John, the Annapolis locator. We have Amanda in Millersville with us this morning. Sexy Dan from the Eastern Shore. Christine is here. Good morning to Terry, Terrence, Kathy in Parkville, Mama McJam, Anthony from Catonsville, Miss Denise driving bus 858 for Hartford Tech, and Randy from Arbutus. Happy Tuesday. It's a hard day to text. I get it. Every ounce of energy counts right now. But text us, 410-583-1065. Can I ask a logistical question really quick? Because I'm, I'm new to this whole buying coffee outside the house thing. Oh. I'm not like a, it's not my typical thing, right? But I know that last week, y'all really celebrated the fact that you can get pumpkin coffee and like it felt like fall. So like what happens on days like today? You mean like two weeks ago? Was it two weeks ago? Yeah, player. Welcome to the party. So what do you do on days like today though? Where literally it's going to feel nothing like fall. Mm -hmm. It's going to be somewhere between 96 and 100 degrees today. Yeah. Do you still enjoy the fall beverages or do you put those off only for when it feels like fall? That's what iced is for. That's what an iced PSL is for. That's what an iced pumpkin cold brew is for. But does it have have the same effect? You have many options. Totally. It totally has the same effect because that's what so many people online have been saying. Like, it's like a thousand degrees. Well, you just get it iced and your problem is solved. That's how I feel too. I would feel really angry today. Knowing, because last, y'all, I let my guard down, especially Friday, Saturday. I let mm-hmm, my guard down. Mm-hmm. I did. Maryland will let you do that. And it goes both seasons. You know, like we, we like get a taste of it. Yeah. And I guess we haven't lived here long enough 
to not fully surrender to these feelings yet? Like- my, my dad was making fun of me over the weekend because I, I had to go get my my, pee, my pumpkin spice cold brew. And he was just like, what's wrong with you? Why you always got it? And I was like, Dad, just get, right. that, just get it iced, man. Doesn't, just get it iced. It doesn't feel right yet, man. Like, it doesn't. Like, I'm okay celebrating fall now. Like, a, like a lot. I was walking through Fed Hill the other day, and people have, like, their autumn decorations out. I'm okay with it. Mm-hmm. But, like, why 95 degrees? Johnny E, actually, one of our original 6 o'clock club members, I was bragging about the weather on one of the days, Friday, I guess. And he's like, just give Maryland one second to catch up. Just let it, just, you know how it's going to do. You know that it's going to be hotter than hell Yeah. the second you turn your head. So just heads up. If you haven't checked the weather out here today, it's going to be very warm. Now. These are the top three trending stories in the city. The Baltimore top three with Jess. Number three. Labor Day signals the unofficial end of the summer travel season. And officials say it was a very busy weekend on the roads and in the air. BWI officials said there were no significant flight cancellations or delays over the long weekend, despite a 6% increase in travelers from the same week last year. AAA predicted busier roads as well. And those returning from the eastern shore felt that with a backup that was miles long to get over the Chesapeake Bay Bridge. But according to AAA, international travel also increased dramatically by more than 40% from last year. I had three friends, different friend groups in in different countries this last weekend. It was Mm -hmm. huge. Your dad, is he still in town? My dad is at BWI as we speak, so he's about to fly out of there. It's pretty early. It's usually not like crazy or anything, but he actually got in early when he landed on oh. Thursday, so thankfully his his travel days were pretty smooth. Number two. Jurassic Park will be the latest to get the animated Lego treatment and upcoming special for Peacock. It's called Lego Jurassic Park, the unofficial retelling. So that's going to be 22 minutes long, and they say it's coming out now in celebration of the movie's 30th anniversary. No word yet if the original cast is involved with the special, but the ori- official release date hasn't been announced, but it's expected to come out this fall bro why why have legos consumed my life and if you're new to our show by the way i'm I'm not i'm not 12 i'm 40 year old man and i don't know what it's been like over the summer i got this titanic set right and like it is scratched some weird nostalgic it's i always thought that adults had toys like jess we used to work with a guy that like had a toys as an adult i mean that is so weird bro he he collected pops but i mean that's like that's like a major thing to do a lot of people spend a lot of money on those things like what a weirdo who does that right who who plays with toys when you're like an adult y'all like i am i've been so like i wanted to get so excited you said leg it's not for me to his defense though you're actually putting legos together he just collected them and kept them in the box no i'm playing with these things man i'm I'm having a blast with them the second you announce there's a lego kids show coming i'm like well tell me more number one margaritaville legend jimmy buffett passed away over the weekend at the age of 76 He'd actually been battling a rare and aggressive form of skin cancer for about four years. He continued to perform during his treatment, uh, with his last show being a surprise appearance in Rhode Island in early July. His biggest hit, Margaritaville, came out in 1977, later launching a massive hospitality business around Margaritaville. Uh, Jimmy Buffett, actually, weeks before his passing, he was promoting an upcoming album called Equal Strain on all parts. No word yet if that will still be released. You have any connection with Jimmy Buffett? Uh, I personally don't, but I have a lot of friends that were bummed over the weekend. Yeah, I didn't. My parents didn't listen to Jimmy Buffett growing up, so I don't have like that type of connection to him, but I can tell you the only weird Jimmy Buffett connection that I have, and this is like, when he passed away, this is like the first thing I thought about, which is kind of 
awkward and terrible, but my first sit-down date with my ex-wife was at a Margaritaville. Like, he had the restaurant Margaritaville. I mean, how cool is it, though? Props on him for Yo, literally creating a franchise legendary. over his biggest hits. He's legendary. It's cool. Yeah. This is Jess, and that was your top three. Oh, my God. You've got to hear this story of the dog that broke into the concert and watched the whole thing by himself. <laughs> Today in dog news. <laughs> this is the exact story you need the Tuesday after Labor Day. If you feel like you're dragging ass this morning, then this is the cute story that you absolutely need to hear today. What's up? Welcome to Today in Dog News. I freaking love dogs, man. I was telling a friend a couple of weeks ago, I think I used to be a dog maybe in a past life because I just freaking adore these creatures. <laughs> I was a dog dad for 14 and a half years to a chihuahua named Kiki. She's the best thing that ever happened to me. So when I see dog news stories, it literally makes me happy. And I pass this along to you. And I'm sure you probably feel the same way. Did you see this trending this weekend? I did see this. So freaking cute. All right. Let me take you to L.A. It was Friday night. Metallica is putting on a show over at SoFi Stadium. Let me actually just set the scene here. Like a, get a little. All right. A little Metallica in the background. So imagine everybody's rocking out to Metallica, right? Then all of a sudden word gets around that there's a loose dog in the stadium. <laughs> and so security starts to get like a little anxious, like, what's the deal? But nobody's got like actual proof of this dog can find this dog. Mm-hmm. Well, a picture has surfaced now of this dog, who we now know name is Storm, sitting there literally watching the Metallica concert, like sitting in a seat. I want you to picture this. Yeah. Like imagine that it's like, over at CFG Arena or the bank or something, like, like sitting in a seat watching the stage, fully content watching the show. That's so cute. Wait, was the dog, did the dog belong to someone that was going to the concert or they no. just broke in? So here's the backstory. This dog actually, Storm actually lived in a home near SoFi Stadium in LA, right? Yeah. Just got out. They couldn't find him. Somehow. Oh no. And this is kind of a concern to security. They're kind of freaking out about this because... This dog somehow got inside, got into the stadium by himself. Unnoticed. Unnoticed. And like nobody was able to like stop him. I mean, I feel like to their point, maybe some people saw him, saw Storm, and it, it wouldn't be out of the norm to assume maybe that's a service dog. I, yeah, you know, even if they, yeah. even if he didn't, because if you're at the concert, you're at a Metallica concert, I'm sure not everyone was sober. Sure. You know what I'm saying? They're like, oh, look at Storm. Like, that's cool. But do you think you saw a dog off a leash? It would raise some kind of concern to you, you would think, right? So, Metallica actually took the picture oh, so cute. of Storm sitting in the seat and posted it on their Instagram. And we shared it on ours. You just got to go see. Like, this dog literally looks like he got a ticket to the show and was like, just enjoying the show. I love it. I reposted it. At Kramer and Jess on our Instagram. If you got a second, go check it out. At Kramer and Jess. At Kramer and Jess. It's Kramer with a K. And they put a long caption here, kind of explain the story. But this says, in case you're wondering, no, you definitely should not bring your furry friends. <laughs> but this dog sure did have a day. Storm, by the way, was safely reunited with her. Oh, I'm sorry. It's she with her family. Good. The next day. So all is well. And actually probably had the best damn day of her life. Totally. <laughs> the Metallica concert. That's next. You're at Kramer and Jess on Instagram. And that is today in dog news. Do you know the most stressful thing about getting drunk with your parents? <laughs> I, I do not. Uh, making sure you don't lose them. So my dad was visiting from California over the weekend. And honestly, 
my dad uh, and my family, we like to have a good time. Um, we're just, we tend to drink a lot and have fun and sing and laugh. I, I'm have, I feel like I'm losing my voice because I've been singing and laughing all weekend long. Um, but I found myself stressed because when my dad would like go to the bathroom or like I felt like he disappeared, I would Where, have. Where did you guys go? Just around Towson? We guys I mean, around Towson. We went downtown. We went um, around. We went around Towson. We were in Cockeysville. Like we were just. Wow. We were out here in these streets. Yeah, I see that. <laughs> and me, my dad, and Garage Boy were having us a time. But I noticed that like if he went to the bathroom, I would like want to make sure I saw him go to the bathroom and wait till he would exit, or if I missed it. I would ask Garage Boy to like make sure he was still there because he would wander. My yeah. dad wanders. And I think the difference between like us being at home versus him being here, because he doesn't know where he's at. Sure. So if he like goes outside <laughs> for some air, he could take a left turn. And Can then I have no idea Your where he lost. is. Yeah. And he mentioned that. He was like, I just noticed that like when you guys went to work, I if I walked out of the apartment, I, I didn't know where I was. Like, you know what I mean? And that's scary when you start drinking too, you know? But I think you're, what you're starting to see is like the reversal of roles yeah. slowly but surely. Mm-hmm. You know, Jess just turned 30 this year. And I think this is like where you have to, and not even want to. But, like, you have to start parenting your parent. Well, it was a feeling that came out of nowhere. It wasn't yeah. like, okay, I need to watch my dad. It was like, we're all having a good time. I'm having a good time. And this, like, weird little, like, <laughs> feeling of anxiety was, where's my dad and where, where like, where did he go? And I, especially because he was, like, making friends. Yeah. Of course, because he's so, he's so social. So I'm just like, where are you guys going? Like, what's going on? Stay over here. Right. So stay Come in my eyesight. Yep. Like, right. stay over here. Did you make a new friend? Tell me about them. What's, what's all their deal about, you know? Yeah. So dad did not get lost, though. Dad did. Maryland not get for lost. four days. Yeah, he. We were raging since the minute we left the studio on Friday. We had a blast, and he at, he is at BWI as we speak, heading back to California. Is there some sense of relief this morning as he's heading back that you're like, I got him back in one piece because this is the first trip that your dad's come to. And, I, and listen, I understand, and we're we can talk about obviously going out and drinking with your family, or like for example, when my mom comes, like I have this really weird sense of. Just don't die on my watch. Like, whatever I do, and I'm not even talking about just being, she's like in her 70s, right? But like, just, I got to make sure. Well, yeah, because if something happens to him, I'm responsible. It's your responsibility. Yeah. You know, like, it's all your responsibility. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So was there a sense of relief this morning of like, whew, like, I did it. Like, I accomplished what I needed to do. Yes. It's getting my be- my dad from the airport through a weekend in Maryland. No, the biggest back to the goal. Airport. The biggest goal was to get him to BWI on the plane, not hungover, <laughs> and like fully alert. Is to he be not hungover to today? Like fl- no, because yesterday we had like a chill day, and not and probably not by choice. Just like our bodies couldn't take it anymore, <laughs> yeah. so we had ice cream instead of shots yesterday. A little different. Tell us if these are your pet peeves too. They came out with a list on Reddit this morning, just people talking about like what's your biggest pet peeve, and then people either agreed with them or they didn't. Mm-hmm. And I thought this is funny because I think universally. We all have things that drive us crazy. And then some of these you'll hear and you'll be like, wait a minute, that drives you crazy? I had like no idea that actually got on your nerves. Like, for example, like when somebody puts their shopping cart next to the cart return, but not in it. Yeah. Is that a pet peeve for you? Does that drive you crazy or do you don't think twice about it? I, I think, well, one, just like put them back. I think what drives me, drives me more crazy is when they use the carts to block parking spots. Oh, like that put, drives oh, me right nuts. next to it. The worst. Yeah. 82% of people, by the way. So that, that's a valid pet peeve to have so that you fall into that category. Then you're pretty, uh, I'll give you a ding. I wish you get dings on this thing. Give me a sound effect on this, please. Thank you. 
How about this? When you're watching TV and the audio and the video are even like a millisecond off. You ever watch like a YouTube video and like it doesn't sync up with the actual mouth? Or like maybe you, you know, you're streaming something and like it's just a, a, it's a smidge of a second off. Mm-hmm. Drives me. I wouldn't watch it. I turn it really? off. That would drive me absolutely frigging insane. I could not sit there, especially if it's a movie. Like maybe it's a YouTube video. I could do a minute, two, maybe three minutes. But like a whole movie yeah. where the sound was off, can't do it. Pet peeve of yours? Doesn't bother me that much because I'm too busy reading the subtitles. 89% of people, by the way, said valid pet peeve. We're talking about this list on Reddit. It's just asking is like, is this a valid pet peeve? And we're saying, does this drive us crazy or not? And you can chime in too. So when you want to turn right on red, but the person in front of you is waiting to go straight. Oh, yeah. <sighs> yeah. And you're like, maybe if you could just move up, like just, I don't even know, like a foot. Maybe I could just like hop the curb right now because this is driving me so bad. Is that annoying to you? Is that a pet peeve? It doesn't bother me because what are they supposed to do? They, If that is their lane and they have to go forward, what are we all supposed to do? I like think, just let them. I think I already hate driving so much. Like, yo, I hate to drive. More than 10, 15 minutes. I've told this story a hundred times. I literally ended, um, well, stopped seeing this one girl I was dating one time because she lived 22 minutes away and I could not stand. Just because of like a patience thing? Being in the car for that long. Mm. Drove me nuts. About 55% of people say that that's a, that's a valid pet peeve. Yeah, so whatever about half me. and half. Okay, how about when someone is driving under the speed limit in the fast lane? Yeah. Does that drive you nuts? Yeah, I think that's kind of messed up because it's like, if you're going to go slow, more power to you, but you know, just get over a little bit. Don't don't go over here where, where everyone's trying to, you know, be all speedy, whatever. So many lanes. Yeah. You there are so, so many, many lanes. lanes. You have options. You yeah. know what I mean? Like yeah. if you're on the Beltway this morning, the 83, like there's so many lanes you can choose from, why are you over here? 93% of people, by the way, said that's a pet peeve. All right, last one. When, <laughs> and I'm really curious how this will make you feel because I know this is like such a pet peeve for somebody. For me, I couldn't care less. I don't even know the difference, to be honest with you. Mm. When somebody puts the toilet paper on the quote-unquote wrong way. Oh, my God. Drives me crazy. What is the right way? I, what's, what's, is, it, is it over? over. It's o- over. Over is so the right way? So it can way? drop down. That makes the most sense because you're pulling and it's dropping down. When it's the other way, it's just hanging weird. And if anything, you're probably going to waste more toilet paper <laughs> that way. It's just, it's, it drives me crazy. 45% of people, by the way, say that's valid. 55% of people say, I'm not even quite sure what the wrong way is. So it's about split on that one. Kramer mm-hmm. and Jess. Mega. Mega. Prize Minute. Mix 106.5. Here we go, y'all. $500 in free gas from Dash in up for grabs. The Mega Prize Minute. We're playing today with caller number 20 in this high-intense round. And this is who? <laughs> this is college dad, Chris. Hello, Chris. Oh, hey, what's up? How are we, guys? I'm good. How are you guys? We're doing good, man. You ready to play? I think so. You sound hesitant, which is not like you. What's wrong? I'm hoping I wrote down the one answer right. It's okay. We're also hoping the same thing, College Dad Chris. It's t- this is what we call Tired Tuesday. So it's <laughs> yeah. all right. It's all right if we're, if we're up, struggling everyone, a little bit. Yeah, you know literally I mean? everyone's going to understand if you screw this up today. So, like, uh, little pressure. They'll today. be very happy if I screw it up. They today. would be very happy if you screw this up today, okay? 
All right, y'all, here we go. Ten question trivia game. We're going to have college dad Chris is going to have 60 seconds to answer these questions. If he gets them all right, he gets $500 in free gas. Now, here's the caveat to this round is we've already revealed all ten questions, right? So as long as he's done his homework, he's going to get it right. If he doesn't, though, pay close attention because tomorrow we'll come back and we'll give you these exact same opportunities, the same exact thing that Chris is going to get right now. A couple of rules, Jess. If you get one wrong, you're out. If you mispronounce the answer, you're out. If you take longer than 60 seconds to answer all ten questions you're out if we don't get the question all the way out you're out but if you get all 10 questions right within one minute you're winning a 500 dollars gas card fueled by shell at dash and college dad chris you ready yep 60 seconds starts now question number one who is your favorite teacher mr bielek correct question number two nsync might reunite for what movie franchise trolls correct question number three what did jess throw away at uh, the belong to garage boy Buttermilk. Correct. Question number four. What time do the gates close at the Maryland State Fair? 9 p.m. Correct. Question number five. What's the website for Dashin's car wash? Splashin.com. Correct. Question number six. When is Beyonce's birthday? September 4th. Correct. Question number seven. Maryland ranked what place for hardest working states in the country? 11th. Correct. Question number eight. Kramer almost tripped over what type of snake in Fells Point? Boa Constrictor. Correct. Question number nine. Who was Miss Louise's favorite teacher? Herself. Correct. Question number ten. How many Easy Mac cups are in the Craft College Care Pack? Thirty. Woo! Congratulations. You just won five hundred dollars of free gas thanks to Dashin. My guy. Oh, all right. Dude, which question were you worried about? You answered that with such ease. The eleventh. I wasn't sure. I started rethinking myself. Going, oh my gosh, was it really eleven? Was it not? ten? Was it eleven? Was oh it 12? yeah, yeah, yeah. No, there's a lot of pressure once once you actually get answered. If you're sitting in your car right now, you're like, I could have done that easily. There's a whole new level of nerves that kicks in once you're the actual right caller. College dad sure. Chris, man, you're an absolute pro at this game. You've become the legendary status on here, and congratulations with five hundred dollars in free gas from Dash In. Thank you, guys. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates – Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. I don't think I'm going to pay for women when I go on dates anymore. 
And I really do want your feedback on how you think that might go. This is Mix 106.5. It's Kramer and Jess. In case you've been gone for the summer, I'm still single. Five years, baby. Actually, I don't know that I've actually been on a date. Maybe one this year? I really took a step back from it because I just felt like it was kind of consuming my life and started getting stressful. And so I was like, you know what? I'm taking a step back and working on myself. So that's catching you up for the summer. Five years divorced. Not really active in the dating world. Honestly, been too hot outside anyway. It's been too hot okay. outside. <laughs> not mad at you, player. I'll wait till the fall, right? Not mad at you. So, I'll tell you where this idea started. is because I went to go see the Barbie movie but back in June. And if you haven't seen the Barbie movie, no spoilers, but it's basically about independence. It's about being your own person. It's about finding yourself and less about really being in a relationship. And that's kind of like the one of the, one of the themes of the movie, right? Okay. And as I was sitting there watching the movie, I was like, God, you know what? Like in reality, I think I fall into a lot of roles that I don't really necessarily feel like I want to fall into anymore. Mm-hmm. And one of those rules is... I, and some of this is going to be trauma, so bear with me here, but I really struggled when I was married because I made like 90% of the household income and not because my wife wasn't able-bodied or didn't really, you know, have the the drive to do it. She just didn't want to work, right? So I will, and I I will say, I think part of the conversation has to be for your job. You moved a lot. we moved a lot. And that is very hard. And I will say, and I think that deserves to be acknowledged for a radio spouse in this industry. That's really hard. But never try to, y'all. Like once she would, I mean, I can sit there and I can say that and I agree with that. But in reality... Even when we were stable for for years in a city, she still wasn't really actively trying to get a job most of the time, right? So uh-huh. I no matter for whatever circumstance, I felt like I was paying for most of the stuff. And I know for a fact, I don't want to have a relationship like that. I truly want to be with a partner where I feel like financially things are split 50-50, as, as close as humanly possible, That's right? That's fair for you to ask. Right? Yeah. So here's... My idea mm-hmm. is that I think that by going into a first date and paying for the whole experience, that's given the wrong message of what I want. I think what I'm going to start doing when and if I ever date again, I don't know. <laughs> it's been a cruel summer, y'all. I think I'm going to literally first date say, this is cool, but you're paying for your half. We can go do whatever you want, but I'm not paying one red dime for this experience because I am looking for a partner that wants to go 50-50. Mm-hmm. And I just don't know how that's going to hit. So when you, so you, if you ask someone on a date, mm-hmm. will this be like when you, how, how, however you ask people on dates, will be like, hey, so and so, would you like to go out on a date with me? Um, and just so you know, yep, this is going to be split fifty fifty. Yep. Is that going to be said like in the very beginning before, of asking someone to go on a date before they even commit? And I will reaffirm it's, it it's once I get ask, there. It's part of the ask. Like, yeah. hey, I'd, I'd love to go out out with you. You got to pay 50%. Uh-huh. How's that going to hit in a female's mind, you think, Jess? Uh, I just think it's interesting that after you watch the Barbie movie and, and a lot of reoccurring things, uh, reoccurring themes of like how crappy women are treated, you're like, I'm not paying for the first dates anymore. I just don't think that, I don't think that, that no, goes I, to I, treat a woman better by paying for everything. No, I right? just, I understand where you're coming from. I just hope that the trauma. And the jadedness from your last experience is not being placed in the wrong way and taken out on. I just I think it's all going to matter with the, the delivery on you. How I would think that, that's really how would that hit you? Going to be were, strategic. When you were single, I asked you on a date. Hey, you want to go on a date? Mm-hmm. You're paying. You're paying your half. 
How's that going to hit you think in most females' minds? And I do want you to start calling, by the way, too. 410-583-1065. Does that sound fair to you? Like, how's that going to go over, you think? Um, I think it's just going to be... I, I feel like it's definitely going to make someone take a step back, you know, because I don't think that it's fair for you to have to pay for everything all the time. And I understand where that's coming from. But I feel like when it's like, hey, I want to take you on a date, but actually I'm not taking you out on a date. We just I just want to split it 50 50. You know what I mean? So I think I think your delivery, it's more like, hey, can would you like to spend some time together? And also it's like when you hang out with a friend, your friend isn't paying for you. So I think that maybe just the way that you express your intentions with everything is going to be different. You know what I mean? Sure, yeah. 410-583-1065. Ryan from Canton, good morning. Morning. So what do you think? I mean, do you think it's fair to make dating 50-50 from day one? Absolutely. Like, I'm a catch, she's a catch, let's catch each other, right? Like, my (laughs) my wife... Wait, are you being, I can't tell if you're being serious or not right no, now. No, I, I, want, I want that on a T-shirt. Let's catch each other. Yeah, I'm dead, I'm dead serious, right? Like, I, I dated a lot of floozies before I found my wife who were just in it for, like, a free meal. But you weed them out quick. So you... you tell them, hey, we're going to go 50-50. You're, so you're, you actually... You did this. So you're, you're, you said your wife, you're married now. 12 years. Oh, so on the first date, you were like, did you tell her before the date or at the end of the date, like, hey, we're splitting this 50-50? Like, how did that go? No, you know, I waited three dates in. So on the third date, I let her know if if, uh, if you want to continue in the way that we are, you want to keep going out, then partnership. I want a partner in life. I don't want a dependent. Do you want to continue? She was in. But I wish I would have told her on the first date. Really? It just Yeah, it felt weird. The first two days, it just felt weird, and I wish I would have just gone in with that partnership mentality from the get-go. Yeah. So, Do you feel like that, that caught her off guard? Because I'm just afraid that women are going to feel like, oh, who's this, who's this cheapskater? Like, what was her, her reaction, or did she, did she get it? She was fine with it. The only women that are going to get caught off guard are the ones that are trying to catch your wallet and not your heart. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Cool. So it worked for you guys. I'm glad to hear that. Thanks for calling. 410-583-1065. Uh, Matt from Fed Hill, good morning. Good morning. So what do you think? I mean, would it, would it be fair to say I want to go 50-50 from the first date? Yeah, I actually, you know, on all my profiles, I put that, you know, don't bother swiping right unless you want to go 50-50. Oh, you really? Because, yeah, I'm not looking for somebody who's going to want a free meal ticket or um, have me pay for everything. I want a fair partnership, so that means going 50-50 right off the bat. Well, let me ask you this, because, you know, I don't know if I'm just traditionalist, but I always have in the past. I've always paid for every single first probably five dates myself, no matter how much it costs. Mm-hmm. I don't care. I'm paying for it. Mm-hmm. Do you, does part of you feel like, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say this, and this shouldn't be a phrase, but like, quote, less of a man because you're not paying for the first dates, you know? No, I think that's ridiculous. You know, what is it about my anatomy that makes me have to pay for things? There's, there's nothing really, like, <laughs> innate about that to me. And if you look it up, chivalry was created by a woman. Wait, is that that's true? It was created by, I, I, I don't know. I've never, I've never looked it up before. I don't even Totally. Know. I mean, you know it. You know it. Okay. Have you gotten any pushback or, or how, have the, how have the interactions been since you've added that to your profile bio? Oh. 
Oh, yeah, you know, some girls whine about it because they feel like they should be catered to or, like, whined and dined. That's a good sign to, you know, get rid of those girls. Don't talk to those types. Okay. So okay. You, you you feel like if I, if I go to a woman straight up and just from your experience and I say, listen, before we even go out, like, you need to know that our first date and from here on out is 50-50, that, 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 that will be received well. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I want there to be no no miscommunication on that. You okay. Know? Mm-hmm. All right. Cool. I okay. uh, appreciate the phone call. Sure thing. Hello, Paige. Hi. How is that going to hit, you think? Okay, so I am not after anybody's money. I'm very independent. I'm employed. I got my own money. I don't need anybody else's money. But if when someone offers to pay for, for me, I just find it very generous, mm-hmm. and it tells me something bigger about their character. And what does so what do you I, mean by that, about their character? It, it just shows that they are going to be there for me, and, and not necessarily in a monetary kind of way. Yeah. Because uh, I always offer to pay for at least my half of whatever you know activity or dinner we have. Um, but when someone says, no, no, I got it, like it just shows me that they are you know, here for me and they are giving and kind and I just really like those kind of traits. Now, couldn't I say the same thing to you in reverse though? Absolutely. And I, and I've, I've offered, right? Like I've offered to pay, you know, and, but when you say no, no to me, no, I got this. Like you're kind of taking charge, it's confidence. It's it's a lot of things. And so let's say, okay, let's let's say you and I, you know, are on a date here for a second. Let's role play. We're on a date, right? And then we, you know, the, the bill comes, and I'm like, all right, you know, and you're like, oh, I'll pay, I'll pay. And then I'm like, no, and it's okay. And you're like, no, really, I'm like, okay, fine. Then you, we can go fifty fifty on this. Mm-hmm. What are you gonna no, do? It, it, it's that? okay. It's okay. I'll, it's not a deal breaker. I will go out oh. with you again. Like it's okay. It's fine. But I'm just saying that when someone offers. Like on their own, it it changes. It like sets a tone on how you think yeah. they are as okay. a person. There she goes. It, it gives me information about their personality, and you know, three days down the road, like I I would kind of stand up and be like, no, you can't pay for everything. I'm not I, I'm not oh. that type of person. Right. Mm-hmm. But when you do it, you know, at the beginning, and you're offering that to me, yeah. You know, in our first meetings, like it just shows me more about you. Things that have nothing to do with money. Okay. Well, if you ever want to go on a date with a guy that's never going to pay for you, hit me up. Okay, Paige. <laughs> I'll be probably be, maybe single for a while. Four ten five eight three one zero six five. This is Brenda on six from Anne Arundel County. Hey, Brenda. Hey, how are you? We're good. Okay, so listen, I'm literally, I'm not trying to be rude or, or, or ruffle any feathers, but I'm literally considering telling women the second that I meet them, before we even go on a date, like, listen, we're going to go 50-50. Everything's going to be 50-50 here on out because I, that's the kind of relationship I'm looking for. Does that sound fair? So I think it depends on the type of person you're looking for, but I am an employed, independent, self-sufficient woman. There would be no second date. I'll be honest. Wow. Uh, Explain that. I think it's just, I think it sets the tone. I think what are you, you're going to invite me on a date and then from the very beginning, you couldn't buy me a cup of coffee. I'm not (laughs) saying you have to, I mean, pay your bills, but yeah, you're not asking him to pay pay your bills. You don't have to take me to an extravagant steak dinner, but you couldn't. Show me enough respect that you care about this first date to buy me a cup of coffee. Like, that's not what I'm looking for in someone. But then again, I'll ask you the same thing I asked Paige. Couldn't I say the same exact thing to you? Well, if I invited you on the date, 
then sure. But if you're inviting me on the date, then no. I agree with that. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, I feel like if someone's asking, I, and I think that would throw me off too. Like, hey, I want to take you out on a date. Okay, but then, but then, like, but just FYI, it's kind of like you're like, hey, the, but these are the side effects. You know what I mean? <laughs> side effects may include you paying your own bills. Right. <laughs> okay. Right. I, like if you if we were friends ahead of time and then like it progressed and we were like, hey, let's go out on a date. That's different. Mm. But. I think if you're inviting me on a date, for me it would be a turn off, and I am not looking for anyone's wallet. I Mm -hmm. exactly. Yeah. I I just think it it says something about the person who's inviting you, and that wouldn't be what I'm looking for. Yeah. And my fear in this is I feel like you're placing what happened to you on what someone else did to you Mm -hmm. on the future person that you want to spend time with, which which makes me sad for you. Could be true. Thank you for your phone call, Michelle. Okay, so how many wedding dresses are you actually supposed to have? Because I'm having a crisis over here. She's 11 years old and really savvy. Just gets advice with dear Abby. Mix 106.5. What do you mean how many wedding dresses are you supposed to have? I mean, what according to the internet and everything that I'm seeing, it's like a whole ordeal and I don't. it's overwhelming for me. Weddings are so stressful nowadays. Okay, yeah. y'all, it's our Tuesday advice segment from kids. We call this Dear Abby. And in case you don't know who Abby and her sister Maya are, let's explain that. Do you expect some of you guys getting back in the swing of things from summer? Yes. Yeah, so Abby is 11 years old and her sister Maya is 8 years old and they live in California. I'm really close to my family and the girls are very opinionated and like to tell us what to do. So now we've created a segment to where they just help me in my life. What is this? So I always imagined, you know, the wedding dress of my dreams and that being that. And now I go on Instagram every day or I'm looking online and like these people are doing three to four different outfit changes. Oh. You know what I'm saying? Like for the the ceremony and then the reception and like all this kind of stuff. And so I don't really know what to do. Is that like a thing now? Okay, girls, I need your opinion on something. Abby, you first. So I don't know if you've seen this trend on TikTok or social media, but when people get married, sometimes the bride will have a wedding dress for the ceremony and then she'll change and she'll be in a completely different dress for the reception. Do you think that's a good idea or do you think that's like doing too much? I mean, do what you want. It's your wedding, but I feel like that's doing a little much. You're already spending so much money on a dress and by wearing the dress in the wedding, it already has like so much memories connected to it and it's already so special. Why not wear that during the after party? That's a good point. Maya, what do you think about that? You could ban your wedding dress, it's your opinion, or you could change um, if you want to dance, because I like dancing. (laughs) But isn't it worth it to dance in a longer dress you got married in, and that's really nice that you like? I think I agree now, yeah. (laughs) Okay, okay, so, so for me, one dress. Thanks, not girls. Love you. Not too long. Love you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Love you. Love you. Just add a style too in there. Not short yeah. and not too long. <laughs> I I don't know whom in this economy 
can afford two different outfits on your wedding. Well, that's what I was Who saying. Who was wearing two outfits? Everybody. Everybody I, is. It looks. It literally feels like every everyone who all these people are are like have like a ceremony dress and then a reception dress. And like to that point, it's like I don't want to be all sweaty. And like so, I get it. I get why like a bride would want to change. You know what I mean? But like that, it just gave me this different wave of anxiety. Like, am I supposed to be planning for a dress number two? Because I've only been planning number one for my entire life. Okay. I didn't know I needed two. If you've been a bride in the last five years, did you have multiple outfits? You want to text us this morning and give Jess some feedback? She feels like everybody's doing this. I can't imagine. Like, I know how much we spend on my wife's, my ex-wife's wedding dress, and it was like, I think four grand. I cannot imagine her foot, like spending one more penny on something else on another outfit yeah I'd have been like why like you are you got a perfectly nice dress right no, there no yes but like for breaking it down purposes Ugh. like I understand if you're trying to break it down on the dance floor and if you got a long train the yeah. train is gonna it's gonna hold you back now now, now. these are the top three trending stories in the city the Baltimore top three, three. with Jess number three this week's high temps have led to a code red extreme heat alert in Baltimore City now through Thursday so this also means that some of the city's pools will stay open longer. Baltimore City Recreation and Parks announced that Druid Hill Park and Riverside Park pools will now remain open until September 10th. The pool time extension comes as Baltimore City Health Commissioner issued a code red extreme heat alert. Some reminders to keep in mind this week. Stay hydrated. Be mindful of the hottest time of the day from 11 a.m. to 4 p.m. and check in on neighbors and animals. Number two. Man, the Burning Man chaos has come to an end. The lockdown was lifted for attendees at the annual Burning Man Festival yesterday who were stranded in the Black Rock Desert in Nevada after a heavy rainstorm turned the entire area into thick and slippery mud. Festival goers were ordered to conserve their food, water, and fuel and a shelter in place due to the emergency. Roughly 64,000 of this year's over 70,000 attendees were still on site yesterday afternoon when the ban on driving out of the area was finally loosened. But not everyone decided to wait. Diplo and Chris Rock hiked six miles through the mud to get out and eventually managed to catch a ride in the back of a fan's pickup truck. Diplo was determined to get out of there because he did not want to miss his show in D.C. Saturday night. And he did make it to that show. I didn't even hear about this. That's yeah, that, so crazy. that video of the two of them in the back of the truck has gone viral. I what is up with concerts this year? I feel like we've oh. heard more bad concert experiences than we've ever heard in any other year. Am I right? And I mean, I, the storm. Did you see those pictures and videos? No, I didn't. I've never even. Didn't so hear listen, about if this. you're like, why couldn't they leave? They couldn't. They did not want. They couldn't, first of all, the cars couldn't get out because it was just pools of mud. And yeah. they were like, we don't want you to get stuck and then prolong everyone else when they can eventually get out of there. But there are videos of people that are just drenched in mud. Wow. It was so, so scary. Number one. Justin Timberlake, Nelly Furtado, and Timbaland have reunited after their first collab in 2007's Give It To Me. The trio announced over the weekend that their new single, titled Keep Going Up, has officially been released. Take a listen. So nobody 
nobody knows if this is like one of many to, you know, if there's going to be more on the way. But we do know Timberland and JT have been working on JT's new album. Obviously, he's been connected to Nelly Furtado um, since her third album, Loose, that he was a producer on. But I love it. So the original song came out like in my heyday, right? I was like 24, 25. So like the best years of your 20s, man. This is like was the, the original song was the anthem. So when I hear this song, do I get excited? Of course, right? Is there not anybody else, though, that kind of feels like this ain't the reunion we were looking for, though? Really? Like, I like it. I like it. But, like, Justin, if you're going to do a reunion, I feel like you're getting, you're, like, heading down the wrong path. I think this is a teaser. I think, I will, I, first of all, I love the song. I love the vibe. I kind of, like, this is the vibe I was expecting. But that's why I'm, like, I feel like more is on the horizon because we're still waiting for JT's, basically, like, Future Sex Love Part 2 album. So I feel like this is kind of, like, I don't want their intro. I don't want that. Mm. We, You know what we're here for. We've made it blatantly clear what we want, right? If you haven't, if you don't know, every NSYNC fan is, like, freaking the hell out right now trying to get these guys to like reunite and there keep being signs of things happening and we will get that with trolls three <laughs> that's what we will another, another thing we didn't ask for right <laughs> this is just and that was your top three if you find out that one of your kids is cheating how do you respond to that like what is your parental responsibility yeah with that, do you expose them? Do you talk to them about it? Do you leave it alone? I mean, this the opinions were all over the place last week, right? Yeah. Uh, it's a day delayed because of the holiday, but we're going to do our Talk Me Abbott update today uh, instead. If you weren't here last week, Jess, remind us about Anonymous' story and where she was so conflicted. She found out that her 16-year-old son was cheating on his girlfriend of two years, and so she basically wanted to expose him, create a fake Facebook account, and post photos of him and this different girl that she had no idea about on the school's Facebook page because his dad, her now ex-husband, actually cheated on her, and she doesn't want her son to make the same mistakes. She said she wanted to do it like as soon as possible. By the way, if you're new to this segment or you're getting back in the swing of things, we never know what happens until we get them on live with you at the same time. So, you ready? Mm-hmm. Hi, Anonymous. Oh, hi. Good morning. Did you end up posting the picture? I did not. Um, oh I was goodness. very, <laughs> like, oh, we were, very conflicted. Wait, really quick. Pause. That was, I'm that was, sorry. I was <laughs> terrified. I was Jess, literally terrified. Jess and I were even talking about this over the weekend. Like, the, the, there's a really weird guilt factor with this week's. Um, so you did oh, really? Oh, no. God. No, it's okay. I didn't no, need no. to make you feel guilty. No. So <laughs> why, why, why did you, what convinced you not to do it? Other than the obvious. <laughs> well, I, I was very torn. Um, but I, uh, the one thing I heard after the show last week was take a breath think about it yeah. so what i did was I, I i i went and i wanted to write it out and see what this coach would look like um because it was only in my mind so i i did sit down and i sort of created it um to see what it would look like what i would say and all i could think about was his girlfriend at that point mm, um yeah. which i know you had said as well and i just remember that when this happened to me um you know people found out about it um without me telling them mm. they it, it was so invasive it was so hurtful yeah. that you know people were walking around talking about this and i didn't know and i just i just didn't want that to happen to her like yeah, it, uh, yeah when i took a step back i just thought if this was me um i'd be i'd be devastated and i couldn't do to her what happened to me to be honest yeah. in the end mm. so it kind of took that that moment of like 
empathy, if you will, of like, holy crap, I've kind of been the same spot before. To and make she's you, in high school. Like, could yeah, you imagine? That would, <laughs> it, would, it, would have, it would have been insane. No, that would have been really, really bad. So what do you want to do then? Like, I mean, I know we talked through a couple of different ideas. Like, are you going to confront mm-hmm. him about this at all? Are you going to leave it alone? Like, what's your plan of action? Yeah. Um, the good news is I have a, an appointment with my therapist tomorrow, mm. um, who I am going to run this by. Yeah. I, I really, I think, need their input because I don't want to handle this improperly, Yeah, um, which I think I almost did. Yeah, right. well, and, um, I, I think yeah. this is this is a really tricky situation because you see so much of yourself in this situation, right? And I don't think you're yeah. wrong for wanting to turn this into a teaching opportunity to show him that he should not treat people this way. Yeah. But like you mentioned, right. yeah, I think going go, the way you go about it, I think that's what's going to determine how much of an impact in a pot in like a healthy way it could make. Yeah. You know, some weeks we right. we de- we debate if you if people made the right right decision or wrong decision. You, you made you made the right decision. Here. Yeah. No matter what people were saying last week, like this was the right decision uh, to handle this in, in, in a different way. And I hope that like you could find peace with this decision if you're still debating like should i do this in a bigger way like i wish i would have done this hopefully in therapy and whatever you guys can kind of figure out a way to make this this whole situation between Mm -hmm. you and your husband and your you and your son like uh just just an easier place so proud of you for being in therapy by the way go mom good for you thank you yes thank you and uh thank you so much for calling us back with the update appreciate it uh we have got heidi from baltimore hi heidi i want to know if I'm a bad mom. <laughs> hmm. Well, well, you've yeah. come to the right station. <laughs> Let me explain this because we've had an influx of people that want to do this now. Um, a couple of weeks ago, a woman called in with the same with the same thing. She got called a bad mom by her daughter, right? Yeah. And then we were trying to like kind of talk her off the, the ledge of like, it was you know, was it a bad mom move or was it not? Like, and then yeah, then we, we we've had other moms call in, and apparently this happens a lot, and a lot of people feel like they are allowed to call moms bad moms. So you you tell us the situation, and we'll see if we agree with it with whoever called you a bad mom. Okay, what happened? So my daughter is a freshman this year, Mm. and for the first time, I decided to enroll her in private school. Mm. Okay. My daughter is one of those kids that she doesn't even have to look at the book, and she knows all the answers. She's just really bright, you know? Mm -hmm. I also have a daughter that is a junior this year, and she's going to stay in public school. Mm -hmm. And she's going to be a great mom. You know, she's just really good with her nieces and nephews, and she's got a big heart. She's a great girl. She's just not as into school as my other daughter. And she she actually literally said to me, well, you're a bad mom, and she got upset, and she slammed the door because she thinks that it's not cool for me to put her younger sister starting high school in this private school. Mm-hmm. But my daughter that's a junior this year, she's just not really into school. She just doesn't have that same drive. Mm -hmm. She's a great girl. She's just not as into school as my other daughter. Okay. And so to me, it's like, why am I going to pull her out and put her in the fancier school when it's not really her thing? Mm -hmm. And the way that I explain this to my husband is like betting on a racehorse. You want to put all your money on the one that you know is going to win. And I just can't bet on my daughter that's already in public school and is a junior. 
does she actually want to move schools or is she more upset that you didn't give her the same opportunity? Like, is that where her, yeah, that's like she's true. hurt? I mean, if there's two sisters, you know how that goes. It's yeah. Like if sure. she has something, the other one has to have it. Right. I know that there's parents out there that know exactly what I'm talking about. Okay. Uh, then let's let's do what we do here. Uh, 410-583-1065. So Heidi got called a bad mom by her daughter because basically Heidi enrolled one of her daughters this year into public school school and one into private school. And Heidi feels like the younger one who got to go to private school is going to be able to use those resources wisely as she feels like maybe her older one yeah. isn't as academically inclined yeah. uh, to do so. Yeah. Uh, so she got called a bad mom because of that. It, do, do we agree that was a bad mom move? 410-583-1065. Jess? I think what, I think what kind of sucks is like we don't know if she would have excelled in that type of environment because you made the assumption that she wouldn't do well there. So I feel like she never got mm. the chance to be pushed in that way. And it's obviously clear that you're like favoring one over the other. And as a kid, you can feel that. I don't think it's a bad mom move because like, why spend all this money if it's like not going to benefit her? Like that's a lot of money, y'all. Private school's a lot of money. And yeah. so like, if yeah. she just wants it just to be even, that doesn't sound smart to me. Like, for example, if, if she's going to excel in the arts, why send her to Harvard if she wants to be an artist kind of thing, right? Like, exactly. It's just, That's my point. Yeah, I think she may just be a little sensitive because she didn't get more benefit, but I don't know that she necessarily is. But she never got a chance to show how much she could grow because the decision was already made for her. 410-583-1065. Heidi is sending one of her daughters to private school, one of her daughters to public school. Is that a bad mom move? Hey, Frank from Annapolis, do you feel like it's a bad mom move? I don't know if I would call her a bad mom. I would call her a mom that didn't talk to both of her daughters about the decisions they were making. And I don't blame her older daughter for being upset. Mm -hmm. And when she moved the statement that she's betting on a horse, that just seems <laughs> weird to me because your daughters are not a horse. Yeah. I mean, I I understand. I don't think she said that eloquently. I think I understand what she was saying, though, of like, put put the resources behind the kids where they excel. But right? that's so messed up because she made the assumption that her oldest daughter wasn't going to excel in that environment. Yeah. Without giving okay. her the shot. All right. I hear it. 410-583-1065. Uh, Debbie's calling from Northeast Maryland. Tell us, Debbie, do you think this is a bad mom move? I do, yes. Um, as a mom of four children, you are scarring your relationship with your daughter. Um, I feel, my personal feeling, she hasn't even given her a chance, and you should have sat down and had a conversation with both girls to see what their thoughts were and what they wanted. Um, because she is treating her like an underdog and hasn't even given her a chance. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. 410-583-1065. Heidi has put one of her daughters in, pi in private school this year. Uh, the older one is staying in public school, and she's not happy about this. Sarah from Baltimore, I'm going to give you the final say in this. I mean, do you feel like it's a bad mom move? So here's, here's my perspective on this. Um, coming from my family, um, me and my sister are the only two children, and in our in my family, I'm the more I guess academically inclined one. Okay. My sister doesn't really like school that much. Okay. Um, he is very very strong with um, like 
history and like arts and like more stuff like that. Yeah. But with math and science, I'm definitely more inclined in that area. Um, and when my parents were enrolling us in high school, um, they sat us both down. I am four years older than her. And they gave us both um, the talk of like, this is the, this is our possible, you know, options of where to send you both to high school. Yeah. And they talked us both through both public school and private school options, and they gave us both the choice. Okay. And so, okay, so so take yourself to that. If like, if your mom automatically enrolled you in public school, and if you were to put your brother in private school, would you feel like that would be the the bad mom move there, even without talking to you? Yes. Okay. Thank you for calling us. I mean, Heidi, it seems like most people are saying that like you should probably even that out, and then you know, I I don't I don't agree, but that maybe was a bad mom move. I mean, it's easier for other people to give their opinion when it's not their money that they're spending on private school. Uh, Valid. Valid. Valid, sure. (laughs) Very valid. I don't think you're wrong about that. Yeah. Uh, But does that at least kind of give you some insight into the situation? Yeah, but honestly, that's going to be hard for me because it's a lot of money to put both. So I guess I would have to consider not putting her in private school. Thanks for listening. Make sure you subscribe to get the show daily. And if you think we've earned it, give us five stars. Hear Kramer and Jess live every morning on Mix 106.5 Baltimore. And check out the Kramer and Jess Uncensored podcast at KramerandJess.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. (laughs) 